Welcome to another episode of Brothers of the Rewatch. I'm Frank Escamilla. Michael Centeno. And we have been stretching all morning in preparation for this episode. <laughs> this is a special martial arts edition, and we're going to be talking about arguably one of the greatest martial arts movies of all time. If not the best. Bloodsport. So this is our uh, the breakout Jean-Claude Van Damme film, which essentially launched his career. I was mentioning to you, Frank, that like, I don't know what it was, but these two kind of blended in my memory between this one and Kickboxer. And on the rewatch, I was like, man, I didn't remember a majority of the stuff that <laughs> happened in this film. And I think I was really, really, I think Kickboxer really lives in my mind in a different way. So <clears throat> essentially, both great films, but this is the one that that started it off um, and launching uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's career uh, into 80s action stardom. One of the things that uh, I will say that, like, you know, growing up, um, having, a, like, many first-generation, you know, sons of uh, Mexican fathers, I had a complicated relationship with mm-hmm. my dad, but this was something that we would bond over, which was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mexicans love Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's true. I think it... I mean, it might be his accent. It, it might be <laughs> oh, because it makes it's, it relatable. Yeah, it makes it, it relatable. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, he's. I think in the in the movie he's Canadian. I think he's French yeah. Canadian. And I don't know what he is. Really. I don't know what he is either. But I think that that definitely makes him more relatable. It feels yeah. like I never thought about that. Yeah, maybe he's a little bit of an immigrant. Yeah, you know. So there's a there's historic there's a historical connection there yeah. of like ancestry or struggle. Um, but I also think he's just like because he's the poor man's. Bruce Willis, you know, like the poor man's. He's like, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis in one, but like B movie status. And also, like he, his. I mean, I have to kind of go back and revisit his films, but he kind of plays like a, like a humble dude, right? Like he's not like necessarily like in most of his films. He's not really like a, like an arrogant or like except cocky. that scene in Kickboxer where he gets drunk and he's just like well, shaking I mean, his stuff alcohol. all over yeah, the place, yeah, bro. Yeah. But that, well, he was that, getting, he was getting, uh, that was more so with his dance moves and not with his fighting moves. And that was some Karate Kid training, I think. Like the the master had co- coaxed him into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He yeah, traditionally he plays like like the out of towner, like the the humble um, part practitioner of martial arts. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something he he uh, he uses very often. <laughs> and I think too, like the it's also it's just a lot of fighting, a lot of action, just good action overall. You know, we would love we would love watching that stuff. So you know, this film, like we're gonna go through the summary, uh, walk you through what happens. Uh, so spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the 1984 film at this point, there's gonna be some heavy spoilers, but. Gonna- Actually, let's just be honest. This our <laughs> brothers of the rewatch is all spoilers, y'all. So yeah, watch it in conjunction with watching the movie, and you're gonna get some amazing facts. There you go. And and also, there's not a lot happening here. <laughs> We're gonna go through this pretty quick. I I disagree, but let's I let's know, get into okay. it. Okay. All right. So we open up with this beautiful '80s montage of of folks training for the Kumite, right across the world. We have these fighters um, just getting ready, preparing, and and training for this for this uh, fight. And my favorite—I just got to mention—my favorite yeah. is when the dude jumps in the tree <laughs> and cracks the coconut. Like he's—I don't know what style. He got some monkey style, like old kung fu. Yeah. 
and he just jumps in the tree and like one chop and he has fresh coconut milk for yeah. breakfast bro. <laughs> and so um so we 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 open up and and you know we meet Frank Dukes uh, and I don't, and I think we could talk about this a little bit more too about the the real life Frank Dukes which this film was based upon allegedly. So um you know I love how we go into this uh montage of uh when he goes to visit his his master, right? And he looks at the sword and we flash back to not a montage but a flashback to um him growing up with these other kids and breaking into the house, mm. right? Um, and um, trying to steal. I don't know if they're trying to steal or or what exactly, but uh, Frank's character, uh, Frank, he he gets um, mesmer- mesmerized by the the, the sword, katana, the katana, yeah, on display. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's not very clear. Like the kids are kind of jerks, yeah. you know, and bullies, and they they're bullying you know frank into uh into going in with them and they're just look they're not very good thieves if that's what they're trying to do because they pick up the sword and they're just you know staring at it for a second and then they hear that the door opens or that someone's coming in from the other room uh and they run out the window but not frank because frank Frank. got mad respect he's like an old soul warrior yes and so the the owner of the house uh walks in with his kid uh, and his kid goes in and like you know, basically handles business. He he doesn't. He sixes his kid on him, bro. I <laughs> like I, I was watching that scene again, and he's like whispering, he's like, "Go get him," you know. And then that kid comes with a flying roundhouse. <laughs> Sick of boy. Exactly, it's what it felt like. It was like the guard kid. Yeah, absolutely. And and but in the, uh, but in that moment, the the, the da- Shidoshi. Yeah, Shidoshi. Thank you. He he's sees or realizes the the fighter spirit in Jean-Claude Van Damme's character Frank as a young boy, right? Yeah, I think his name's Tanaka and Shidoshi is his title. I My think Shidoshi, Shidoshi is like the equivalent of sensei but for ninjas. There you go. Yeah, good job. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Uh so Mr. Tanaka, uh he 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 recognizes that in Frank, right? And he essentially wants to wants to learn with his son, right? He wants to get trained. He wants to he wants to learn the ways of the fighting. Well, because he has that one scene where he's like, where he, he sticks his son on him, yeah. then he sends his son to go do his math homework, and then um, and then he's there with him, and he's like, katanas have to be given, earned, not stolen, you right. know. And he's like, I wasn't stealing it, and he's wearing the hat. Yeah. And then Tanaka just like yeah. he slashes the bill off, yeah, yeah. like in a blink of an eye, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't blink. Frank doesn't blink, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you have the warrior spirit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no, you just sliced it so fast that it didn't even affect him, bro. Like it was like it was so fast, you know. And and uh, and so that he recognized his warrior spirit, so he's like, he's essentially like, I could use this kid to train my kid. Yeah, like he could be his punching bag. Exactly. Yeah, his sparring partner. Yeah, aka punching bag. <laughs> yeah, and he brings his parents in, and he sells them this whole story where he's like, "That was a great scene." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. Yeah, he's like the parent. The parents are like, "Well, what is he? Go- what is he going to do with this martial science?" And yeah. he's like, "Well, you're a scientist." Yes. He's like, you know, plants need certain things to grow. Kids need certain things to grow. So he like he conned yeah. he conned Frank's parents <laughs> into letting him <laughs> use him as a punching bag. bag. 
Yeah, so that was a that was a great scene, bro. And they try to make it real, like, yeah, real, like, I don't know, spiritual, real, like, mm-hmm. you know, like wholesome. And it's like, nope, he's gonna use you, he's gonna throw you around. Yeah, and so you know, we kind of move forward, and we don't. I don't feel like they really, they don't really. Um, uh, he, he gets frustrated, right? He gets frustrated with the fact that he just feels like he's being used. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of he kind of like pushes back uh, a little bit around that, right? Um, but then we also flash forward to him uh, a little older, um, and and the son Tanaka's son essentially dying. No, no. You, so there's a missing some parts, we're, brother. We're, so we're. <laughs> so so he yeah he he um, confronts his Shidoshi and he's like, look, bro. You're showing your son all these like master yeah. Street Fighter kicks, and you ain't giving me <laughs> anything. Like all I'm doing is being the punching bag. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, that's why I brought you here to be a punching bag." And then um, he's like, "Why well, ain't gonna do it?" And and um, then it sh- it moves to another scene where the son's being jumped. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's doing his you know his his ninjutsu and he's fighting, but he's just overpowered. Yeah. And then Frank comes in and he does a really pretty ballerina kick. Yeah. A back slap, right? And then, and then, <laughs> instead of saying thank you, the kid says, "One day, I'll go to the Kumite and win, yeah. <laughs> and make my father proud." And then they both walk away together. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> so then, then we get a f- you know, right, twenty year, fifteen year forward flash <laughs> within <and> the flashback, <laughs> <laughs> within the flashback to the future, and the son somehow died. They don't tell us how. Um, and Tanaka's like, um, I'm basically done. You know, my my legacy, our legacy has has ended. That was kind of a heartbreaking scene too. It was a little bit where he's like, he's like, uh, our skills have always been passed father right. to son, yeah. father to son, and you, he gets a little choked up. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And and like they end with my son. And all the meanwhile, Jean Claude was like, I'm right here, dude. I've been with you for the past I don't know how many years. Like I'm right here. Like train me. And he's like, no, no, we <laughs> you're not my son. And he says, yeah, I want to do it to honor you, Shidoshi. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you want to honor me? All right, then I'll show you everything. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what happened because he yeah. was like, nah, you're not my son. Nah. And, yeah. And then within the flashback, we go into a montage flashback yeah. of like him, <laughs> him being trained. All the while, we're cutting back to that same reaction shot of Jean-Claude Van Damme thinking that he's looking at the katana, right? This is like a long flashback scene. And then he's just training and training. And then, you know, finally he's mastering to the point where he's able to serve Mr. and Mrs. Tanaka blindfolded as well as like oh, yeah. block, block a, a, a shot, which is, you know, some foreshadowing to the, to the, to the to later the film. Yeah. Film. But we also get in that last montage... We get Van Damme's first two splits. I clocked it at 12 minutes. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what's the run time right now? 12 minutes in, we get the first splits. Because it's interesting because there's a, before we, we, before we see him stretching his legs to do that, there's a shot of him doing the split. Of him doing the split before that. <laughs> I wondered if they cut that wrong. Like, yeah. it was it was it an editing thing? Because I was like, why is it painful? He just did the split. I yeah. I was like, I don't get it. And you have to give it to Jean-Claude, though. He has some of the best facial reactions oh my God. to pain. He is great. You know, <laughs> I think he sells those. He sells the pain and he sells also like the shots, his eyes and his face and the sounds. That's what I always remember from the from these 
fight scenes but yeah so we get the first split scene in in the movie and i thought that was i thought i didn't realize how many more we were gonna get but so that's the second actually probably one of the second uh split scenes and he's stretching them out making them flexible whatever it is helping them i think get. he was yelling because of the rope burn and because <laughs> <clears throat> he was already flexible so <laughs> i was like why are he's he's such an overreactor i'm like you can do the split that's your thing and he's like He's like, no, like, he's, you know, he's, he is. He's so great at, at pain. <laughs> and so he um, helping him kind of meditate and focus. Right. And all that. So then we finally come out of the flashback. Now that we got the backstory of who um, Frank Dukes is, Jean-Claude Van Damme's character, where he's come from, how he's kind of learned this martial science. Uh, and we find out that Mr. Tanaka, his Shidoshi, is, is sick. Right, so he goes and he visits uh, his shidoshi, uh, Mr. Tanaka, and because he, he's essentially sick, uh, and he goes to him in, while he's in bed, and he lets him know, right, that he's going. Yeah, he, it's a funny scene too, because he he walks in and he's like, "Are you asleep?" And he's like, "Do you sleep with your eyes open?" <laughs> yeah. he's, he's so grumpy, he's so yeah. surly. Yeah, and he, and so he lets him know that he's going uh, to. Do him proud, basically, right? Yeah, he's gonna go represent his style in the Kumite. Yeah, and um, so at this point, I mean, that's essentially essentially what's happening, right? When he was on the army base, was that before or after this? <clears throat> that was before. He was uh, that was like right in the beginning. The, like the the opening montage leads to him in the army in base. the army base. So basically, he's he's. Um, on the run or 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 a wall or you know his one one of his antagonists are uh forrest whitaker which was nice to see a young forrest a whitaker. young forrest whitaker and uh and his partner somebody else trying to like hunt him down uh for, or prevent him or stop him from from going to the kumite right yeah it's funny how they de- how they I wonder how they develop those characters because, like, not, not very well. The older white dude is like all calm, and Forrest good Whitaker cop, is like, cop, a, yeah. yeah, it's a good cop, bad cop thing where he was like a loose cannon, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And 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 uh, it was just a funny dynamic. I was like, what was the what was the backstory there? Like, what was the direction? You're a loose cannon. Yeah, you're an aged officer getting ready to retire. And this, and you know, another funny thing is that in the going back to like kind of like the storyline, I didn't I didn't realize. Um, because in the other movie, isn't like his his uh, his um, his brother in Kickboxer, isn't it his, his brother that ends up fighting and then he ends up getting Tongpo? Anyways, uh, <clears throat> yeah, his brother movie. his brother uh, fights Tongpo yeah. and ends up paralyzed, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And then in this one, um, it's uh, it's his friend Jackson, but I didn't realize on the rewatch that they don't even know each other; that they meet. <laughs> They meet over there uh, on the way to the Kumite. And yeah. their first interaction is on the bus. It, well, first off, it's Ogre. Ogre, right? Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. A very lovable character. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, it's Ogre. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, it's it's really funny because they, they connect over what, a video game. Yeah. Well, Ogre's introduction is like he's like typical american 80s dude yeah. like you know he hits on that lady on the bus and right. she's like no yeah i'm not interested yeah and then they it leads to them going to the same hotel lobby right. and there's there just happens to be a, a karate game in <laughs> like, the fancy yeah, yeah. <laughs> a fancy hotel lobby yeah 
<laughs> you know, and then he and then they uh, they fight each other in the karate game and become besties. And they, yeah, they bond, and then and then the they're introduced to the other character who's kind of like their handler for like the North American. He's great, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I I hand like he kind of says right like I'm I'm here to like help all the north american fighters yeah he's he's but just, then it's only them two like he's only interacting with them two right? they're, the only, yeah, they're, <laughs> only, they're the only two north american fighters <laughs> they're like you guys you guys get a one person just for you two to kind of help navigate the whole thing his, his voice is great his style is great bro he's like hey are you jackson yeah you look like jackson like he was he, he was so great bro he, he was so hip like they got a cool handler yeah and then the the funny thing though which i find hilarious <laughs> is like the the kumite is three days right so yeah. so maybe they're there a day or two before the tournament. Like he essentially, he just met this dude. Him and Jackson just met, and they become like brothers. And like, like he gets so their bond is formed. There's like nothing that happens for them to really like bond over. Yeah, bond so quick, you know. Um, <clears throat> we also get introduced to the. I guess you would say maybe the female lead. Which is uh, we don't get a we don't know where she's from, but she's a reporter, and she wants to she wants to get a story around the Kumite. She's obviously mm-hmm. heard about it, um, but she's just trying to get more information, um, which leads to a scene where um, another fighter is kind of like um, trying to pick up pick her up or oh, yeah, just try to, his like, name's like Hussein. Hussein, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has a gold tooth, um, and then it comes a good scene where where Jean Claude Van Damme. It's like Bro Hussein looks like Latino, bro. 100%, he looks, he yeah, looks, 100%. I knew people who look like him yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah, still do. So <laughs> he had that, that great gold tooth. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, You coming to my room. Yeah. <laughs> you coming with me. And she's like, Nah, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. No, thank you. And and then and then they just start negotiating who's gonna take her. Cause yeah. Van Damme that maybe and that's maybe why Jackson liked him. I mean, there's a possibility. Is like Van Damme stepped in on the situation, or yeah. Frank Dukes trying to uh, be an honorable dude. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, "Hey, like she doesn't want to go with you," and and the dude's like, "Well, she's coming with me, bro." Yeah. And then he's like, "Look, we could fight for her, but we would get kicked out of the Kumite." And the whole time she's like, "Look, I don't want either of you." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and they're just ignoring her, bro. Yeah. And and uh, and he's like, "Are you a gambling man?" Yeah. And 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 he's like, maybe yeah. I'm intrigued. What is it? And then he says, like, if <laughs> I can, movie's so bad. <laughs> and then he gets a quarter, and he's like, if I can take this quarter from your hand before you close it, then she's mine. Yeah. But if if not, she's yours. Um, and the dude's like, yeah, easy, bro, easy. I can do that. And so Van Damme's like, ready. And we flash back to him uh, getting the his, his uh, shidoshi, showing him how to grab the fish from the pond. Oh yeah, with your bare hands. But I wish I knew how to do that. Grab a fish from the pond, <laughs> never go hungry. <laughs> but yeah, so he so he he reaches like a in. little goldfish. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it wasn't a goldfish. It was like a no, koi, a koi fish, like a little yeah, koi yeah. fish. Um, but um, but yeah, he he uh, he says go. The dude closes his hand, and it looks like it's too fast. But if you if you have really keen eyes, you can see how fast Frank Dukes slash Van Dam moved. And the guy's like, ha, 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 yeah. you lose, sucker. <laughs> or what did he say, sucker? I don't know. If <laughs> he, he says, did it, he should have. <laughs> and then Van Damme, like, uh, co- he, in a cocky way, he points. He's like, nah, look in your yeah. fist, bruh. Yeah. And then it was a, it was a, a yen. Or what is it? A coin? I, I don't know what, I don't know what it's yeah. called. But he took the quarter. Yeah. And he put the the Chinese currency in there. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he won the girl. And he won the girl. Yeah, bro. That was... <laughs> 
I just, you know, y'all, you, y'all, you couldn't see that, but I a little while ago I did that with Mike Cent- Mike Centeno. <laughs> he challenged me and he said, "Can you do it?" I'm like, "Bro, I got the mad martial skills," and I snatched the quarter. In my defense, I'm gonna say you didn't do it the first time; you did it the second time. <laughs> so technically, we're one one. <laughs> Tied. One, one more, one more at the end of the the podcast. Tiebreaker. <clears throat> so. We go into day one of the Kumite, right? And this is where the fun starts to happen, and we start getting into the fighting. And essentially, this is the movie. The movie is the Kumite fights, day one, day two, and day three, right? Mm-hmm. Day one is like our introduction to the fighters, to the fight, how it goes, the brutality of it all, the, you know, no holds bar, uh, what the rules are, how it works. Uh, and we get introduced to some of the fighters, but we also get introduced to the main um, villain, uh, our antagonist, right, which is Chon Li, which at the time, uh, they're saying when they filmed it that he was like in his late 40s or like... Uh, Bolo? Yeah, yeah, bro. Bolo been around. Yeah. You know, Bolo was an Enter the Dragon. Yep, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's and he's he's a force yeah. to be reckoned dude, with. Dude, he looked great. He looks yeah, <laughs> For like forty. Yeah. yeah, he looked like he was fifteen. Yeah, dude, he looked great. I was like, God damn. But remember, they almost didn't let Frank Dukes into the competition because he was like, my sensei, sensei Tanaka. This was yeah, this and, was day one. Yeah, day one, and and uh, they're like, they were like, nah, bro, yeah. you're not Tanaka's student, and they're like, prove it. Do the dim mock, yeah, right? Which the is death touch. the death touch. <laughs> I remember the Simpsons when Bart was like, uh, so, yeah. so he has to, so he has to break a brick, and then and then he's like, pick a brick, and they pick the you know the top one, and then homeboy like the doubting yeah. dude in the back is like, nah, 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 the bottom one, bro. And so there's about five bricks yeah. stacked, and uh, and then he uh, he has another flashback right Right. i think another flashback and then he makes this great face yep oh my god it's a phenomenal face it's like the dim mock face yeah slaps the top um brick and then the bottom one just explodes and everyone's in amazement they're like all right all right i guess (laughs) you did it you're good (laughs) you know what was interesting though i don't know if you picked up on this but it seemed at least to me as a as a layman that doesn't know any martial arts it seemed that every fight that he was in he was almost doing like fighting a different style with every match that that he was in at least his tire his his fighting style seemed to kind of switch up none of it was consistent yeah (laughs) and i don't think that was the purpose because none of it, none of his fighting was consistent with the style. I mean, he was Frank Dukes is supposedly a um, a practitioner of ninjutsu. Yeah, let's let's get into that because it turns out that Frank Dukes is the one that choreographed and trained Van Damme to get ready for the for the film. And apparently, he was saying that Van Damme was lazy and like not flexible at all. Uh, and he worked with him for three months to get him ready but that he obviously got got to the point so this movie at the end we realize that it's based on the real life events of frank dukes right who's this is he was he american i think he was i don't know i don't know if he was american so apparently he was a real life martial artist uh who went Kind of in a clandestine way to the real life Kumite to yeah. like infiltrate it. He was supposed to be like a special forces yeah. army dude. <laughs> and 
and, and that you know and then eventually yeah that he won like at the end it says like won 23 heavyweight yeah, kumites yeah <laughs> fastest records and and all of these like stats so he's like he sounds like amazing and then you look at those fight scenes and you're like really bro yeah so supposedly it was based on him and his stories and and him being the only North American uh, uh, to win the Kumite, um, this clandestine, you know, fighting that would happen every five years. Um, but then it came out later on in life that he just had some wild, wild stories. And, like, they just seemed to kind of not add up over time. And, and uh, a lot of stuff was questioned and a lot of people that were kind of there to validate his stories ended up saying that no they weren't they weren't true right yeah so i mean yeah there's there's a lot of alleged in in the story yeah he uh he said that so there's no record of his army his army yep. service or what he said and he's like oh they wiped it out because yeah, they didn't want people to know because they're a special he's a special, special ops, ops yeah. you know and and uh and there was never any kumite like in the places where he said it was at right. you know so i mean you know everybody's grandpa exaggerates their stories you know um i don't know enough to know if it was true or not yeah um any of it but i know that if it wasn't for all his stories we wouldn't have this phenomenal piece of film history (laughs) so you know what frank dukes if it's if you're lying thank you <laughs> for your lives. Thank you for your lives because we got something positive came out of it. Right? Yeah, we got Van Dam. We got Van Dam launching his career really. Okay, so back to the Kumite. Day one, we get through some of the fights. Um, we kind of see um, for the first time Jean Claude's Van Dam's Frank Dukes is um, skill level right in in his ability to hold his own and and keep up with some of these dudes. Yeah, he um, breaks the record. Yep, the first match, and he breaks. Uh, he breaks the speed record. He knocks someone out. I think in like twelve seconds. Yeah, and and we also um, we also get to see um, his his uh, his best friend. Uh, we also get to see his his skills too, right? And why why he why he was invited uh, Jackson uh, to be a part of part of the Kumite too, because he he also holds his own in a much different 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 way. <laughs> different oh yeah, way, you know, he's more like a wrestler. Yeah, 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 it feels like a Street WWE fighter. wrestler. Like, yeah, he's just this like large force, and uses his size and his strength to just like push people off the mat. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and so yeah, that, I mean that it, it kind of you know it kind of goes through. We also see Chon Lee, right? The his his ruthlessness and like just kind of overall um, his approach to the fighting and, and beating people up, and his his sort of addiction to the fame. Like it really, it's it's a scary thing to watch him. Like he 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 puts his fist, he makes fist, and he starts like like moving his arms up and down, kind of like Donkey Kong. Yeah, right. But he has this face on when then they're all like Chong Lee Chong because he's like the returning champion. Yeah, and like dude, this dude's scary. Yeah. Like I don't want to be in a fight with him. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> and so day one, right? <clears throat> kind of mixed into all of this, we we. We find that our our um, USA counterparts, uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker and his partner, are also now in Hong Kong looking looking for Frank, um, and they don't really say why, other than him, they don't want him to fight, right? Uh, and they do come across an encounter uh, where they find him at the hotel, 
and he's able to evade them and basically outrun them. A nice that little, nice little, little scene. chase montage <laughs> of 80s music. He was being so ridiculous, bro. It was like, he's like, he like he like jumps on top of the curb and he like raises his hand. He's like, come on. Yeah, he already <laughs> leans on the tree. Yeah. Like, hey guys, I'm over here. Like he's like, come on, follow me. That was def- that had to be like a um Jackie Chan influence, no? Like that kind of just like silliness a little bit i didn't even think about that but yeah Yeah. maybe a little bit because jackie chan that's definitely with you know jackie chan style yeah because i I, yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty silly (laughs) it was really you didn't need it you didn't need to have that was pretty pointless that whole chasing yeah they try to kind of maybe to show the production value that they're in hong kong or wherever (laughs) they were you know trying to elevate that a little bit but um maybe was trying to show how how far superior he was in his health and and uh, skills. Yeah, but, like, but he was running on a boat. He was jogging, dude. He, was like, he wasn't even running like top speed. Yeah, he <laughs> should have had some parkour yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 something you know, make it a little exciting. And he was running in those fancy shoes too. I was like, he's gonna slip. He was all dressed up. <laughs> I was like, really, yeah. he's gonna slip somewhere. His outfits are the best too, in general, across all his movies. I think I think he maybe has a role in picking his wardrobe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He wears his pants really high too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Just below the nipple. <laughs> so day two, let's go back to. Well, the, no, he uh, ends up because he can't go back to the hotel, so he ends up staying with the reporter. Oh, that's having right. dinner and and they end up hooking up. Um, and the, the next day it was it was really funny because I was like, was the direct the director was like, we need something for the ladies. You know, because there's that butt shot. Oh, the of, trademark. It the, happens that, in every Yeah, the too. Van Damme butt shot. So she wakes up and she's all dreamy and she looks over and he's putting his underwear on. And it's like, it's just ham, bro. It's yeah, like yeah. Van Ham, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, that just cracked me up, bro. And he's like, she's trying to get into the Kumite. He's like, I'm sorry. I can't. It's against the rules. Yeah. Um, and then he takes off and day two he goes in. And she's there with the, uh, I don't know what he is. Yeah. So this other character that's uh, uh, an, an um, I guess, an observer in the audience, right? Uh, he's wealthy, uh, but he's definitely team, team Frank, right? And he says, oh, you're a good fighter. Um, uh, and so she's undercover. And she's like, and they talk like, they talk about it as, as secretive as this tournament is. They're very open about like she's like, as what did she tell him? She's like, I know how to go undercover too, or as a as a reporter. She's like, it's not my first time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and like you're she's all sassy in the middle of the ring, letting everybody know she's a reporter. I know she like, she like pulls out her recorder yeah, from her purse and she's like. Someone just got socked in the face. Like she's, she's like, "What? You're not a very good undercover reporter at all." It certainly seems like the first time for sure. Yeah. But um, okay. So day two, aside from seeing some more great fights, we see or Jackson ends up going head to head with Chun Li, right? Uh, that's yeah, that's right. And <laughs> it's it's also very. He he's not doing bad, right? He's actually holding his own. No, he and he, he actually had good, a chance, bro. He like, had a chance and he got some great shots in, but for whatever reason, he thinks he wins the match. <laughs> he like hits him and like the dude goes down and he's like, Yeah, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, Yeah, <laughs> look what I got. He's Jackson. He starts shooting his own name. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and he turns around 
And he's like, what are you doing? Turn around. And then he turns around, and obviously that's when, you know, Chung Lee comes in and, and takes him down. Um, which, in comparison to, right, like Kickboxer or whatever, um, it's not as bad, right? He doesn't necessarily paralyze him, and he doesn't kill him, so... But he does hurt him, right? Yeah, well, he cracks him in the head, but Jackson got an art head. Yeah, he said, they so, say that. They yeah, say that. Because he like, cracks him a few times. Yeah, he's he, like, thank God you had a heart, you have a heart yeah. head. And he, and he goes to the hospital, right? Well, he also takes his bandana. Don't don't forget that. It's an important part. The Hardy Davidson band, bandana. bandana. Is, there of, no disre- is there no respect in this kumite no at respect. all? <laughs> For the Hardy <laughs> Davidson uh, bandana. And dude, what's funny is they're holding Van Damme back the whole time. Like Van Damme knows the rules. Van Damme knows he can't get involved, but he's like... Uh, what's our, our our cool handler is like handling him yeah. he's holding him back and he's like no like all of it's close ups of Van Damme's face yeah. um, and then Chong Lee just teases him by dangling the Harley Davidson yeah. bandana in front of him he's like bro look <laughs> at what cold, I got cold man cold <laughs> <laughs> And again, it's it's I find it hilarious too because these dudes just met <laughs> they like just met and they're like oh it's um you know the, the, like how dare you um so obviously that gets you know that gets him worked up and and he has to kind of uh try to focus on on the on the next day on the day three yeah uh and in between that time they kind of go back and forth with the undercover porter but she doesn't want to see him yeah she's too much (laughs) like she wants to get in to tell the story of the kumite and then she get a taste of it and all of a sudden she's like you can't do it. It's dangerous. Didn't you see what happened to Jackson? And he's like, he's like, why are you a reporter? Yeah. Why? Answer the question. And then he's like, because my dad was one and I'm good at it. And he's like, me too. I just want to be good at what I'm good at. Yeah. And, and then they fight. And then he has like, and then they play that good 80s music where he's thinking about what's going to happen next. Yep. The contemplating. Yeah. He's <laughs> contemplating and, he's, and it's like a uh, coast 103.5. <laughs> And then, and then at the same time, the 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 dudes also catch up to him too, right? Like uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker and the other another guy. Um, yeah, and and he kind of he's able to kind of convince them to let him fight. No, no, they don't catch him. She uh she goes and rats on him. Remember, they're working. Oh with yeah, the, yeah, you're right. You're they're right. working with the police, and then she goes in and him. she's like, "My friend's gonna get hurt." Yeah. <laughs> And so, so guy was so annoying. And and so she rats on him, and then they all find them in that that ominous. We didn't even talk about the alleyway. That's, oh yeah, yeah, that's like two days long. Yeah, you know. But they find them in there, and uh, and they're like, "We're taking you home." They keep pulling out these these state of the art uh, tasers. Yeah, <laughs> that are they're huge. <laughs> they're so big. And I don't make us use these. I was like, "What are those?" Things? <laughs> it looks like a like an eighties remote control. Dude, it's so huge. It was like it looked it looked like the the Ghostbusters trap. Things are huge. Um, you're right. So, so she brings she writes about she brings them to, to him. But <clears throat> he's able to f- fight him off. But then also they're able to negotiate, right? Like, dude, just let me let me do this. When I'm done, I'm going back with y'all. It's all good, right? Like, but no, but he's. But they're like, no. They're like, you're gonna come, and then one of them uh, fires. Yeah, fires the the taser, and he gets the trash can lid. 
Yeah. And it hits the Classic, dude, those the other two guys. He's like, <laughs> and then it hits it the other two guys. Yeah. And then he grabs the giant taser from the other one. And he's like, now I have the taser. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll meet you guys at the airport in two days. And like the, the cop was going to shoot him. And he's like, no, no, we need him. Yeah. He's like special forces. So, yeah. <laughs> so then, so then he goes into the Kumite and somehow they get tickets to this sold out Kumite. The, the, <laughs> right before his Whitaker and the other guy, he's like, they get last day, the championship front round, front row tickets. <laughs> this is a funny scene too because they're walking in and it's the lady and it's them too. And then there's this one smaller Asian dude. And and Forrest Whitaker sits down, and he's such a big guy that there's yeah. no room for the other yeah. dude, and he kind of looks sad, like oh, yeah, that was that was a funny scene. But I don't know how they got tickets; it was sold out. <laughs> well, you know, military, you know. Finally, we get to day three, right? The final, uh, uh, and it's all leading up to everybody kind of knows that it's going to be if things keep going the way they do, it's going to be Frank and Chong Lee, right, facing down to, mm-hmm. to the to the final. And I think I don't remember was it in in, in this day? Uh, the, it was in this day, right before maybe the main event where that dude basically kills the other the fighter. Chong Lee kills the. It opponent. was the same one because the the right? there was there was this was the the semifinals. Uh, it was the last four matches, and remember Frank, well Frank walks in and he's late and they're like. If he don't come, he's he's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. done. And and uh and that one dude, he goes to the to the the sensei and he's like, "There's always more time." And he like tucks in some money in his oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Frank gets there and then he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, he takes, he, takes money money. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the money back." Um, but yeah, then he, they fight. Well, does that fight? Does he fight? When does he fight the the E Honda character, the 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 sumo? Oh, I think that I don't think that was in day three. Oh, it was day two? I think so. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong. I was mad about that, bro. He hit him in the in the nuts. Oh, when with the splits? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not cool, bro. That's an like move. Oh, not there, I guess, <laughs> but but, but it's, it's still not. it has no integrity. I was yeah, like no integrity. <laughs> Come on, bro. You're gonna win like that? But anyway, yeah, so we're on dirt day three, he gets there. They both um advance to the final match. Like uh Chong Li kills kills that one dude for no reason. And then everybody turns their back to him. Yeah, that was good. And uh, but that's when he goes up to Van Dam, and he says, "You are next, yeah. right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Of course he's next. You guys are, you're in the the finals together. Like, why are you staying in the obvious, bro? Like, you know he's coming next." Um, but yeah. So then they go. They then it's like the final match, and uh, they're both taking off their pants for some reason, yeah. and they're only doing it in shorts. And wow, well. Chong Li is prepping. They put that little, um, yep. that little breath mint in his yep. his belly button, yeah. uh, and then he takes his shorts off, and and the battle begins. Yeah, and for you know, as bad as this movie is, like this is all what it's all been building up to, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some great shots that still live in my mind from this final battle, this final scene, the slow motion shots. Say what you will about Frank Dukes, but there is some good choreography, man. For the in the sense of like for the shooting of it, a lot of shots didn't make contact, but you know you got to forgive it. It's the eighties, yeah. you got to forgive that, you know. Uh, but there are some good shots coupled with Van Damme's um, over the top facial reactions, oh, yeah. slow motion sounds, <laughs> groans and moans. Um, but it, you know we basically go go back and forth, and when. He's essentially winning the fight. Uh, Chon Lee takes the tablet, crushes it, and 
throws a powder the, uh, toward his face and his eyes essentially blinding him, right? Which everybody saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so much powder, you know? <laughs> it's like, how, how did they not call foul on that? Like, the whole time they're like, you, you know, you'll get disqualified for all of these things. They never said you could have secret ninja stuff. I know, right, right. Blinding your opponent should definitely be. It, it was a Mentos. He, like, yeah. crushed the Mentos yeah. up and threw it. And he was like, ah, the Mentos. Yeah. <laughs> And again, again, some very, very overdramatic Jean-Claude Van Damme not being able to see, screaming, moaning. Um, but once he's able, he takes a few shots. Um, but once he's able to kind of focus and, and remember his training and kind of meditate. That was right? a funny mo- moment too, right? Because he's like on the floor and he's like, he's like wiping his eyes with his palms. He's selling he's it, just man. Like he's his, so selling they're it. just giant, his yeah. eyes, because he's like, I can't see from them. Yeah. And he's like, ah. And then he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Remember the time you caught Tanaka's hand when yeah. you were blindfolded? <laughs> you can do <laughs> you this. You can do this. Yeah, totally. And, uh, and it comes, you know, it comes, <laughs> we come back to him being able to fight essentially with his eyes closed and to sense his surroundings like a true ninja and sense like uh uh um the that shot where he like he's so cautious with the referee <laughs> that always stood out oh yeah <laughs> Where he's like filling around, yeah. he's like, "Wait a minute, this is a silk shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is silk." Not my opponent. Yeah. Chong Li don't wear silk. Yeah, <laughs> and so he calmly, you know, is able to essentially navigate through being blind and still fight and still beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I always got mad because there's that scene. So he's uh, so he starts doing spin kicks like four in a row, and he misses them each time. Yeah, and the the reporter, the woman laughs. Yeah, you're she's like, they it. have a, a shot of her laughing, and I'm like, what the hell is she laughing? This is a fight to the death. She's kind of in a relationship with this dude. She's kind of hooking up with him, and she's just laughing. Like, I'm like, that does not seem appropriate, homie. And and so like, I was it always bugged me that she, that she was laughing at him. But then then he does. Uh, I think he does to to end the match. He does like four spinning hook kicks no spin jumping spinning hook kicks it's kind of like one of his trademarks right? yeah so he's just like four times in a row i'm like yeah. you know you get one bro you get one of those in the face you going down but changli takes four yeah. <laughs> you know and then and beautiful spinning kicks and then finally falls to the ground and it's not good enough for for frank dukes he's not good enough just to have him on the floor to knock him off the mat like he wants to hear like Damn. uncle he wants yeah. to hear mercy <laughs> So he goes and he's like, he puts his, he gets him in like a, he's twisting his neck. Like, I'm going to tear your neck off. He's like, yeah. Sat! It is such a great shot. And he still can't see. He's still selling that yeah, big eye thing. Selling it, yeah. You know? And then you just hear, you just hear him grumble it out. Mate. <laughs> right? And, and that was it. Everybody cheers. The silky referee is all happy because, you know, he didn't get Finally. hit. Finally, <laughs> is, is out. He's out. Um and and then we get the ceremony of uh Frank Dukes earning his katana full yeah. circle. Right. You know, and, and he gets his own katana and he looks up to the air or the sky and he's like, For you, Shidoshi. Yeah. And honoring then, honoring yeah. his Shidoshi and his best friend who lost his life at the Kumite, right? Full circle. Wait. Um, 
What best friend? His grown up, the kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, wait, not I don't Jackson. remember. That Jackson's in the hospital <laughs> still, bro. And then so we come back, <laughs> going on Jackson, we come back to Jackson in the hospital, right? Where they get very close and, and he gives him a firm, a firm, uh, I don't know, a hold, handshake. And he's like, anytime, any place, like, I'll be there. And I'm thinking, like, why? Yeah. Like, he didn't do anything for you. Well, like, he didn't do he got what he did. He got him back his Harley Davidson <laughs> bandana. That was an emotional moment where he was like, where the where, where the reporter was like, he won, and he's like, he, he did, and he's like, not only that, he made him say mate, and then he was like, all Anytime. right, yeah. Frankie. <laughs> bro, I love that. My name's Frank. How Frankie. How many times did you hear that growing up? Bro, I said it to myself in the <laughs> mirror, like after I brushed my teeth. All right, Frankie. <laughs> you know, and then he and then he presents him with the Harley Davidson uh, bandana. Anytime. Any place, <laughs> anywhere. But then he gives him a kiss, like on yeah. the back of his yeah. ear or he something. Gives him a very awkward. <laughs> he John Clad um, moves in for this very touching bonding moment between them two. <laughs> More, more, um, more intimate than the scene with the girl. <laughs> like they don't show anything. Oh yeah, they just cut to them in the bed in the morning. But this is like he leans in for a kiss in the back of the ear. In the back of the ear <laughs> was really far back of his head, and and uh, and you see both of them like kind of close their eyes and feel it. Yeah, and he says, "I love you, my friend." Yeah, and then and then Boogers and Booger Ogre says. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so. It was yeah. It was it was great. I mean, it was you know ahead of its time. Yeah. With that kiss on the back of the ear, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> little out of place. Little, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a devotion that happened for that Harley Davidson yeah, bandana. It was it was big man and a lot sweaty and nasty, both being on on Jackson's head and then on Chun Lee's knee. Like I hope somebody watched it at one point. I always I always hoped I always wanted him to take. Chung Lee's bandana, yeah, and presents it to like Jackson, like here's yours, bro, and yours. Here's wear them on top of each exactly. other. If you want. <laughs> and so then we come back to the airport. Um, uh, Forrest Whitaker and this other dude are there, and they're like, "He did it again, right? He 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 ditched us." And then Frank steps out of the plane, and he's like, "What are you guys waiting for?" And then they're like, "Ah, oh, Frank." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then. Um, we see the reporter too, who also kind of says says her goodbye too, right? Who knows how that story is going to come out? Um, and uh, and we do a, a good freeze frame in eighties fashion. Well, there's a, there's that. Okay, so the reporter, I want to say this because the reporter does something wrong. So there's in kung fu, there's two types of bows in the specific style, right? And you put your palm in your hand, and if you leave your open, it's it your open palm. I mean, your your hand open over your fist. That's a challenge, like a to the death. Oh, you know. And if you close it, like if you kind of hug your open hand over the closed palm, that's like we're gonna engage. Like there's a respect here, mm. right? So she starts out with that, and I'm like, ooh, she's challenging him to the death. Yeah. And then and then she like it was like somebody said, hey, you're doing it wrong. And oh. she's like, oh, and she puts it down. <laughs> and then he does it back to her, and there's a freeze frame. And then we get that wonderful song one more time. Yeah. <laughs> and we see the stats of frank dukes and i went online and i saw somebody that was like if he had 56 um knockouts in an elimination tournament that would mean that there's like one million something combatants you know they like did the math or something it was pretty funny but anyways if 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 you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. 
and watch this 80s um, cult classic, classic uh, film in general. As bad as this film is, um, it's also great, right? It's one oh, of the yeah. bad, good movies. And it's, it's, it's bad because just, I think overall, like, the filmmaking <laughs> is not the best filmmaking. And it was also done by Canon Films, which did a lot of the 80s action action movies. And there's a really good documentary called Electric uh, Boogaloo, The Wild true story of canon films and uh they just they were just pumping out these movies so quick you know and they're just like pouring money into them and they're just like they didn't care dude like yeah you know they're just like let's get them done well for and for an 80s american martial arts movie it's really good like the the fight scenes in martial arts movies in america didn't get really good until maybe the 90s Mm. um because they were all being choreographed by people who didn't know martial arts Mm. you know like even when jackie chan came over in the 80s um i think his first movie was really badly choreographed because they didn't let him do it mm. um so like to watch it like at the time it was it was phenomenal like even those spin kicks you try to replicate you know in your backyard but it was yeah it's definitely one of those like nostalgic chicken soup sort of movies you know that you watch on a on a, on a sick day or something on you know yeah and it was one of, i i feel like this was also one of those films that was that was um on tv a lot too that you could that maybe like i'm sure like a tv cut a tv version of it but it, it was also something that it, it was one of those that we watched a lot uh, over and over mm-hmm. you know along with kickboxer um i think when i think of van damme i th- i think of these two films obviously like there's also like I kind of I, I go to these two kind of the same way you think Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator, you know. Um, but then there's still like other great films like Universal Soldier with Dolph Lundgren. That was great. I love that one. Cyborg, you know, Double um, Impact. Double Impact's another one. That's Lionheart. Good. <laughs> Lionheart, I consider it kind of like on the lower rung. I don't feel like it's as as on the same level, but it, and then also like. Um, uh hard target like those Ooh, that was like, good yeah. <laughs> so the first van damme movie i ever saw was and it was in one of my back then favorite martial arts movies um which we'll probably do on this podcast called uh, no retreat no surrender mm-hmm. did you see that no so that, that movie that movie has a great premise it's this kid who gets bullied um he's a you know karate student gets bullied and the spirit of bruce lee comes and, and trains him oh, dang. but the bad guy in that movie is van damme he oh. he's he's it's his I think only role that I've seen him in as as the antagonist. Wow! And he's he's intimidating in that movie. So he was in that. It was it was great. Um, yeah, that's that's my that's the first Van Damme movie I've seen. But it's definitely like when you gotta watch. It's bad. Yeah. Be ready. It's bad. <laughs> but uh, I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan, so I had to watch everything Bruce Lee, even yeah. fake Bruce Lee. And uh, yeah, he was he was great in it. Yeah, so I mean that's it, y'all. That's that's our uh, that's our episode on on the great Bloodsport, nineteen eighty four, Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, I hope you all have a good one. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. You know, remember the dim mock. Someone start messing with you. You gotta just give them a little dim mock, y'all. Kumite, kumite.